everyone. Welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King. If you've been enjoying the conversations with business leaders I've been having over the last few weeks, I would really appreciate if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please share your favorite episodes with work colleagues, employees, friends, and family. This morning, I caught up with Steve Lewis, president and CEO of Thomaston Savings Bank. I asked him about how the first rollout of the Paycheck Protection Program went and the biggest challenges his bank and his customers experienced. Steve also gives timely advice to small businesses who are planning to apply for this next round of federal coronavirus relief funding set to open this Monday. So, Steve, how are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. It's Friday. Uh, So... I wanted to touch base with you because you are at Thomaston Savings Bank. Um, so first of all, I just wanted to ask, how is the bank, um, as a small business, uh, how have you been doing over the past six weeks? We've been doing well, uh, adapting to the guidance that keeps coming out. And, you know, it's been a little bit stressful for people, but the approach I've taken with our staff and with our customers, you know, the priority has been obviously the health of everyone. So, you know, we've been following the guidance from the CDC and from the uh, governor's office and trying to do everything we can to keep our customers and our employees safe, but at the same time, allowing access, because we understand how important it is right now with the stimulus checks and the PPP and other things going on. So we need people to have access to the bank. So we've done that by keeping our drive-up locations all open, our ATMs open. Uh, We have meetings by appointment um, if people need to come in the bank. But most people, we've figured out how to do it through a drive-up or, you know, via call over the phone. Um, Our contact center has been out there. And I think the thing we've really found, too, is because we've had excess uh, personnel available to us because of the lobbies being closed, we've been able to reallocate some of our staff to assist in other areas that are a little bit busier. For example, our contact center, uh, as expected, we've been probably double the uh, phone phone call volume with questions about you know, how do you do you do online banking? How do you do a remote deposit check? capture and things of that nature. So a little bit stressful. It's, um, you know, everyone's been a little bit anxious, but I give all the credit to my staff. They've stepped up and braced this new, new and understand what we're doing is so important right now for our customers, because the last thing we want our customers to worry about is their, you know, their, their bank and where their finances are. So we've, worked very hard to try to remain calm and speak to our customers so they didn't worry about, uh, you know, what's happening with their money at the bank and they have access to it through, you know, the variety of different uh, points we have. That's really great to hear. So your bank has been involved, like many other banks have, in dispersing the uh, federal loans uh, coming from the federal government for coronavirus relief. Um, The loans 
from the SBA, the Small Business Administration. So what has the biggest challenge been for small businesses in your community applying for the funding? You know, I think all along the biggest challenge with this has been the guidelines have been uh, moving all along. Uh, the SBA, because they rolled this out so quickly, the guidance was not clear, uh, wasn't definitive, and they kept changing it as they moved along. Um, I think what some of the small businesses struggled with is they had difficulty getting in contact with some of their banks. I think some of the larger banks uh, were overloaded and, and weren't prepared for this. Um, I can say at Thomaston, we were being a little bit smaller. Uh, we could be a little bit more nimble and agile. So we were able to probably, we were able to definitely respond more quickly to all of our customers. And also we did help out of lo- a lot of customers who were unable to get through to their, uh, to their bank and we assisted them as well. Um, we looked at it as we, we saw this, this is this PPP money, the paycheck protection program was a lifeline for these small businesses. And we went out of our way working weekends, working late to process as many of these loans as we could for our local business people. You know, we weren't, I know there's some bad press out there of some of these large corporations getting a lot of money. Um, we weren't working with them. We were working with mom and pops on Main Street and our local small businesses that we see every single day. So we went out of our way to make sure we could uh, meet that demand. So we were fortunate, but I, I, I do understand that a lot of the small businesses, it was a struggle. And then also, of course, for the sole proprietors and the independent contractors, they were handicapped a little bit where they had to wait an additional week, week before they could put their loan applications in. And those kind of independent contractors, sole proprietors, that put them at the really the tail end of the queue for these SBA PPP loans. So many of the independent contractors and sole proprietors were unable to get into round one of the PPP program. Um, fortunately, it looks like round two, well, that round two has been approved additional funding, uh, I think believe $321 million in additional funds are being rolled out. And though it looks like that will turn back on on Monday morning is, is our understanding at this point. Yeah, that's great to know. We've been following that as well for this round two of funding. Um, so for, for this round one that happened a few weeks ago, what was the biggest challenge for your bank in terms of uh, getting these loans processed and getting the money dispersed to the small businesses. Um, how many applications were you able to process? And um, you know, if you could let us know how much money were you able to secure for businesses in your community? So on the first question, probably the, the biggest difficulty was getting into the SBA system. Uh, it was overloaded, so it was slow. And the way they had designed this is when we took the applications in following the format that the SBA said, we had to validate some information, and then we had to manually load it into this 
SBA and it's called E-Trans, a lot of difficulties with it. So that was really for us probably one of the biggest struggles is dealing with the limited capabilities of the SBA system. We ended up, you know, putting a lot of people doing that. So we were very fortunate. We were able to process 600 loan applications for a total of $102 million. And to put that into perspective, that is probably a year and a half worth of loan productivity. And we did that in you know, a matter of 15 days. Um, the second part of after it was accepted by the SBA, the next difficulty was for us to disperse the funds back out to all the loan applicants and the recipients of these dollars. And the SBA did not provide us with any guidance on how to do that until 10 days after the the program started. So when we finally got the guidance, we then had to put procedures in place to follow that guidance, first the funds. But I'm very happy to say as of today, we have sent out all the documentation to all 600 borrowers. And uh, when I've last checked, 500 of those borrowers have signed the documents, resubmitted it back to the bank, and we had actually dispersed the funds out to those, all of those people. And at this point, I believe it's about $90 million has been dispersed out to our local, out to our local businesses. And we expect the last 10 million probably by the end of today or by uh, uh, lunchtime tomorrow. That's really, that's really incredible uh, to be able to get that, uh, that amount of applications uh, processed in that amount of time and then that money dispersed out. Um, that That's pretty incredible for, uh, you know, a smaller community bank to be able to get done. So I congratulate you on that. Uh, so, yeah. So for the second round, um, so I believe the president is expected to, if he hasn't already signed it, he is expected to sign uh, the next wave of federal funding today. Um, so, uh, going through this first phase, what advice would you give to small business owners for, um, round two? So if they, uh, applied for a loan for round one and want to apply again for round two, or if they weren't able, uh, if they weren't approved for funding, what, what advice would you give them for round two? Well, hopefully if they apply for, apply for round one and they missed out, you know, unfortunately, but if they missed out, hopefully they've, the banks that they've dealt with have communicated with them, confirmed that they have all the application information in place, and has confirmed that when the system goes back online, they're going to, you know, first come, first serve, streamline them right back in, you know, up into the application with the SBA. And hopefully their bank has gotten back to them. I have heard from some customers where the banks weren't getting back back to them. Um, I would hope by now they have. If, a, if they're not hearing back, they should you know, continue to reach out and try to confirm that. Um, and then secondarily, if people hadn't put in, they should get reach out to a bank as soon as possible and get their information and their applications in to the bank as, as quick as they can. Um, I know for a fact at our bank, we still have been accepting applications all week. We probably have received over 120 applications um, since Monday. 
And what we've done is we've reached right back out to those people, confirmed all that we have received all the information we need in order to get accepted by the SBA. We have all the documents in place. So when the SBA turns on the system, all we have to do is load it in. And we're going to do that as fast as we can because we're very, very nervous because there's such a backlog with some of these huge banks. And we're very, very concerned that the money, once again, is going to go very quickly. So we're going to try to get our customers in as fast as possible. So I think, um, you know, the key is central is, is getting all that information into your bank as quick as possible. See where you are in the queue. If your bank tells you you're way back, and what I've heard, a few of the large banks have told their customers, we're probably not going to be able to work to work you through the queue. I would recommend you reach out to a community bank and see if they could help you out. I think the smaller banks, because this thing, this program came out so quickly, we've been able to probably move much more quickly. You know, and and I can understand from J.P. Morgan Chase their issues. They're dealing with probably two or three million loan applications and it's overwhelmed the organization versus, you know, we're dealing with hundreds. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Uh, but we, you know, in our instance, when someone submitted an, an, uh, an inquiry about the program, we contacted with them, them within the same day and uh, followed up with them within the same day before it closed the business, they heard back from us. And I think that's the same story for most of the community banks is that they have the capacity uh, to take on additional new customers that are local and from, you know, uh, from their marketplace. And that's what, you know, we want to do. That's why we're, why we're here. This PPP program is one of just many different offerings out there between the state and the SBA. And also, the IRS has some really good tax credits out there as well. So I'd highly encourage them to talk with their accountants about uh, the different programs that will work the best for their circumstances. Most of the banks are operating this way is if you're a commercial customer and you do have a hardship. Most of the banks have been very willing to offer some sort of deferment in terms of deferring their loan payments for, you know, 90 days until things get back up and running again, which buy, will buy you just a little bit of time. I know we've done deferments for over 200 customers at this point. Um, so I think that's something else that, you know, they, they can probably try to do to provide themselves a little bit more relief to preserve cash, which I think is so important. And then, you know, third on the PPP program, we're hopeful, and I know the a lot of the associations, including the CPAs and also including the um, banking association and, you know, maybe some of the other business associations will look at the way the PPP program's forgiveness is designed. And there's an eight-week window of payroll, and it's supposed to start when you receive the funds. And we're really pushing to give a little bit of flexibility in that because, you know, if you have all your staff right now furloughed, bring them back in. It may take a few days, even a week or two weeks. So it'd be horrible to penalize someone when they're trying to do the right thing and bring their staff back in. So I would 
highly recommend, you know, looking at those forgiveness rules and maybe trying to lobby a little bit and organizing to get a little bit, uh, I, I think, a little bit broader spectrum on the way those loans are forgiven. Uh, because I think that's going to make them much more um, usable and effective, especially for the restaurants. Who it, it, I think it's, it would be very difficult for them to bring all their staff back in. And yeah. then for the state, uh, you know, I'm hopeful. Um, you know, they they bring things up. I know they, you know, we want to do it quickly, but we have to balance uh, healthcare and the safety of our staff and of our customers so looking forward to get things open again but i know it's going to be a very difficult balancing act and uh you know i hope the government's team you know the government uh team can do a really good job reopening and, and doing it as quickly and safely as possible yeah absolutely well thank you for sharing um that advice um i think a lot of listeners will really appreciate that steve thank you so much for talking with me for um just a few minutes today um best of luck for uh the work you've done for getting the funding out to businesses for round one and then for round two uh sometime next week and of course you know wishing you and your family the best and wishing your employees the best of health as well well, thank you so much, Shannon. Truly appreciate it. And I'll just send out one last message to all the healthcare frontline staff, uh, appreciating what they're all doing. Absolutely. I would echo that. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit CBIA.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.